Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Welcome to Debbins On Demand. It's Chris Debbins joined by my fiance, Ariel. Hello. And another another special guest today on the show who hopefully actually won't say a single thing. Yeah. Our dog is in the room here, Monica. Uh, we've decided to bring her in the room because she seems actually to be quieter when she's around us. Yep. And uh, she, you know, she continues to hate buses. And she, uh, you might have noticed if you've listened to the past episodes, you can kind of hear her in the background barking at buses. Yeah. So Last week, I think we made it a whole episode without her, but. It was pretty, pretty good. That might have been the first since, uh, since she came into our lives. She, so, uh, she's getting better at the buses, though. I, I'm, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. Too. I am proud of her. Anyways, yeah, she mentioned to me that she wanted to be on the podcast. She was actually a little bit offended she hadn't been invited yet. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's why she had to make her voice known. And that's what it was. Yeah, I think she so. was. She okay. Interesting. I don't speak dog, so yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that's what she was yelling from downstairs. I don't speak dog either, but that's my hypothesis. Wouldn't it be easier if we did? I've been saying this Ugh. constantly because I like. I feel like half the time. I mean, we talked on um, about this a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, about how we probably seem crazy because we're constantly talking to our dog or like you'll, you'll be saying something and I'm like, what? And you're like, I wasn't talking to you. I'm just mm-hmm. talking to Monica. Yeah. But half the time I feel like I'm just asking her, I'm like, what, what are you thinking? What do you want? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? She does that little head tilt that says, I don't know English. Yes. But then she barks and I'm like, I don't know dog. Right. So like we're really having some communication. Right. Like here. at least, at least babies are going to eventually learn whatever mm-hmm. language you speak. Dogs will never learn. The language. I mean, they'll learn like certain certain words, I guess. Well, they'll learn like it's like how raising, to react to commands. Sure. Yeah, it's like raising an alien. Yep, a hundred percent. It's very. It's a very interesting concept. Yeah, but on the bright side, she will hopefully always love us, and she'll never talk back, and she won't go through her like twelve year old girl phase where she's like, "Mom, I hate you. You ruined my life. <laughs> You're the worst person ever." Wouldn't that be funny though if she did? Oh, absolutely. Not. We should get her a cell phone. Are there, are there cell phones for dogs so she can talk to all the other dogs? I mean, I did make her an Instagram account. You did so, make her an Instagram account. I mean, for for any of her followers, we can't ruin the, the you know. It's her that's on the it's Instagram. Her. It's her, yeah. Anytime, the delusion. That anytime, was the word. I couldn't come up with that word. <laughs> anytime a dog uh, complains, uh, assuming that the dog is like in a good home, mm-hmm. complains about something that they don't want to do, like, oh, I don't want to take a bath. It's like, you cannot complain. All the free stuff. Oh, yeah. She's such a freeloader. And right now she's having some weird stomach problems. So we've had to be literally cooking for her. Like she's not eating dog food. She is eating food that we chicken. prepare. We're making her chicken, chicken. and rice. She's she's eating what we eat. Yep. Actually, I've been like pretty much avoiding chicken. It ruined it kind of. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, but that's what we're putting on the floor for her. I don't want that. <sighs> ruined it in a weird way. Uh, <sighs> so I'm really excited 
we're we're getting close to our bachelor and bachelorette parties. We are relatively. Yeah, they're they're in June. So it's like three and then three and some change away. Oh my months. God, so soon. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm super. Everything's pumped. fine. I'm super pumped. You get to. I think when you get older too, there's there's just less opportunities to like really let loose with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their busy lives. There is a trend, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this because you're going on a bachelorette party. I'm not. There's a late, the latest trend for bachelorette parties apparently is instead of doing like the traditional like rowdy like we're in Nashville yay cowboy boots uh-huh. you know the whole thing trading that for a wellness retreat mm. spa weekend relaxing massages yoga chill yeah yeah probably still a lot of wine I would imagine wine is a crucial element I think to less any of this, but but, yeah. I, but I think less shots more wine wine yeah I mean that's that's right up the alley of sort of where my bachelorette is going. What are you doing? Um, so we rented this house out in the Finger Lakes um, that has a pool and it's not like quite right on the water, but it has like really nice lake views and mm-hmm. it's just like a really big house. Um, and I don't know the full itinerary because I've been told that um, I needed to be a little bit more hands-off than uh, I was a little bit apt to do. You're a control freak. I'm a control freak. I'm an event planner by trade. Like, sure. I don't really do well relinquishing control, but I trust Neither do I. my maid of honor and my uh, the rest of my bridal party that it's going to be the event that I want. Um, but mm-hmm. it's in wine region, so like we're definitely going to have a lot of good wine. Uh, one of my bridesmaids works in the wine importing business, so like... I think she's helping like choose what that wine's going to be. That's a bachelorette party cheat code. Exactly. Like just like really good food, um, renting a boat for an afternoon, probably some kind of like hiking or yoga or whatever situation. Will you be taking shots at some point? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're going to do like a mixture, a you mixture, think? but we're not going to like go out. We're in like, well, yeah, we're where are you going to go into it? Like a, uh, like grapevine field. I mean, like what is, well, where do you actually, that sounds kind of fun. So when hide and go seek. Yeah. So this is like a complete tangent, but, um, I lived on a farm in Israel for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and there was nothing like you literally to get off of the, the sort of farm that we lived on, you like had to hitchhike. Like there was like nothing nearby. There were no towns nearby. And there was like one little bar on the like farm, but that was it. So when we would party, we'd literally just like go out into the fields with like a bunch of like beer and wine and a boom box. And like, and it was like a lot of people because there were a lot of people that lived like on this farm. It was basically Mm -hmm. a commune. Um, It was for for people listening. It was a kibbutz. Like it's literally like a commune. Um, So there was, there would be like 40, 50 people and we would just like, throw a rager in the middle of a cornfield. You don't it's actually probably a, not corn. I don't think that's the crop they grew in Israel. What, but wheat? What, are they, what do you got? Not really sure. What, so. What's big out there? I don't, I don't know. know. Don't quote me. I wasn't interested in the agriculture, but we were in we yeah. were in a literal field you don't need, having like, parties. You don't really need to spend that much money to throw a very awesome party. Yeah. You need a good space. You need some music. You need some booze. Exactly. You need some workable toilets as I get older. I've there were that certainly to the not list. toilets there. But yeah. um, I do agree with that. But- all that to say, my bachelor party is not going to be crazy rowdy. Mm-hmm. No strippers, no Nashville, um, or like, I don't know, Miami or whatever. You're, I don't think anyone's going to be wearing like stinky clothes. There will be no mechanical bull at this Finger Lakes house. Definitely no mechanical bull. It's too bad. Um, yeah, like nothing nothing crazy. And the other bachelorette party that I'm going on this year, um, we're going to uh, Turks and Caicos, which is in the Caribbean. Ooh. And it's mostly just going to be like beach chilling. We're also going on a boat there, like a fancy dinner. That sounds, that's so, much better. That sounds so much better than, than 
karaoke. To be fair, I love a good no, karaoke. No, actually, I love a good karaoke. Yeah, actually, no, I take that back instantly because I. But it's a lot I, better than clubbing. Clubbing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. I take I like that back a dive because bar karaoke. I went to a bachelor party last summer for one of my uh, really good friends. We did karaoke. It was a blast. So yeah, you could do karaoke though. Here's the thing: you could do karaoke at the house, and it would be mm. the same experience that I had because it was a private room. Was one of those places with the yeah. private room, which, by the way, is better because nobody wants to hear me sing publicly. Yeah. No, I really like that idea. Okay, if any of my wedding parties listening right now, bring karaoke, karaoke at uh, the house. Only '90s and 2000s like bops. There's oh, going to be rules on this karaoke. I actually still owe you a karaoke song because I lost a bet yep. two years ago. It wasn't quite a bet. We did. I won March Madness. You won. Yeah, you, we did a bracket, and that was the uh, the loser had to do a karaoke song of the other person's yeah. choice. It's not that I've been avoiding it. I actually did do that <laughs> song. Eh, hold on, <laughs> I, I I did do that song. At that bachelor party uh, that I was talking about, I took the opportunity. You said it didn't count. It didn't count. I agree. But when have you and you and I tried to do karaoke uh, almost two years ago? We were in Nashville and the, the oh, bar was closed. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll pay my debt. Yeah, yeah. At some point, I'll believe it when I see it. But um, all this to say, with I wonder yeah. if the trend that's moving away from these like super rowdy bachelorette parties um, is congruent or like related to the fact that people are getting married later. That's my theory as well, because yeah. that vibe, that clubbing, that like, you know, woo, woo girl vibe. Can, woo. Ooh, I'm woo. so sorry to all of our listeners. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to edit that out. That I feel like I got that out of my system a while ago. Yeah. And nobody had to get married to do that. Right. I went to a bachelorette party. I was probably like, 24 at the time 24 yeah. 25 and like we had strippers yeah and like now i'm like that just sounds like the worst thing ever it was like your classic yeah. like penis themed bachelorette party and there's I'm like, gonna be some wiener stuff at your i'm sure somebody's gonna bake a cake no or one's something. going to do that are you sure like yes. a classier version no i've made it explicitly someone's gonna make fair. a latte with like a penis and the shaped foam it's not no gonna happen no one's gonna do that It'd be really impressive I want though if they, to if do they, with that. But let's just on a side note, that'd be really impressive if you could pull that off. Like you know the latte art. Yes. Okay. Do if a, someone a yeah knows how to do, I guess penis latte art, then that's a whole different situation. But um, what a skill. But I just I feel like I don't know. That was fun when we were like still kind of reliving our like sorority frat basement theme days. College plus, like the yeah. few years after college. So then yeah. like the theme is like penises and like getting blackout drunk. Like that just doesn't sound fun. I've never said penis more time. I know. And by, yeah, we're gonna get fired. Uh, the the uh, this also reminds me too. Like just a, another complete side note. A lot of tangents uh, today. When you're a kid, like you have themed parties, right? But like, yeah, like a lot of these parties, the theme is just penis. Like as you get older, mm -hmm. and you're you know having a bachelorette party, or you know, or bachelor party if, if you know if you're into that. Uh, yeah, there were the, my friends who got married younger. The guys too. Yeah, there were strippers involved, and it was yeah. a thing, and it was honestly great. But yeah, I think we're all just tired. Yeah, I think we've outgrown. And I also think like for me, like, well, I guess, I mean, for you and I, we're both doing our bachelor, bachelorette parties like two weeks before the wedding. Sure. And my usual bedtime, like I start fading really fast by like 10 p.m. So you're like, usually out by if 10. If you're going yeah. out like clubbing, if you're in one of those big cities, like you're not really going until like 10, 30, 11, like you're out yeah. until two, three in the morning, like. 
if I do that, I'm going to need weeks to recover. And we don't really have weeks to recover. No, but this like, is why. I've gotten old. Back in the day, I could be out until three, four in the morning. And then like the next day be like, all right, who wants to go for a run? Right, exactly. This is why I love St. Patrick's Day so much is because you'll get like the packed bar, the packed environment at like 3 p.m. Yeah. That insane environment, just like copy and paste, but there's daylight. It's my, it's like my favorite holidays besides Christmas. Love it. That's an interesting. And Hanukkah. I also really like Hanukkah, but that's like a relatively newer in my life addition, mm-hmm. you know, the past three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of gift giving holidays, not that St. Patrick's Day is one, but. Um, oh, was I supposed to get you a St. Patrick's Day gift? Well, you still have time. Okay. I, my time. gift to you is making you run a five mile race with me. You are making me do that. Yeah. It's going to be. It's a gift. It's going to be good. From it's me be good. to you. I love you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people say that they like gift cards. I think gift cards are. There's, there's proof that gift cards are one of the worst gifts okay. that you can give. And, you know, despite that people love them, a study from uh, Credit Summit found that Americans are leaving $21 billion with a B, a big old B, of unused money on gift cards. Oh, my gosh. The reasons being that people lose them, people just forget about them, or people, I think this is, this is something that I know I'm guilty of, people don't use the full amount. So think about it. Like, if you... You buy something for yeah. 25 bucks and you have 30 or whatever. Like sometimes that just gets lost. Right. But that adds up to $21 billion, which also makes me think you could probably get away with giving someone a used gift card for mm. a holiday. And they might, there's chances are they might never know if they don't, That's if they lose so it or give it away. This is why I, I think the rule is every time I get a gift card, I try and use it within the first month. Yeah. I think I definitely have gift cards in my office that I found that like I have no idea if there's money on them and Mm -hmm. then I found them when I was cleaning out my office at one point put them back in that box and have not checked to see if there's money on them well it takes effort to check it takes effort so I I believe this um the only gift cards that I feel like I don't well okay so I feel like virtual gift cards now like you can send an email with like a whatever yeah like I don't hate because I feel like usually then it's like a link and you can like I don't know it's like easy peasy you don't think that gets lost in people's email I guess it depends like I'm thinking an Amazon gift card or a Starbucks gift card or something like that. It's like super easy to like just add it. Basically anything where you can just add it to an existing account. So like Amazon, you get that gift card, you upload it to your Amazon account. And then next time that you're shopping for closet organizers, which is what I bought all of on Amazon yesterday, like it just tells you like, do you want to use your credit card? Do you want to use this credit card, this credit, this in your thing? Yeah. And then you're not going to have wasted money because you can use like anything that's left on that. Right. Exactly. And then pay the remainder and whatever. And same with Starbucks. Like I have my little Starbucks app. Like you use the gift card and then once it zeroes out, you just swipe it like again. Yeah. But yeah, like anywhere else, like I had, I got a Bloomingdale's gift card for my college graduation for like, I don't remember how much money, Mm -hmm. but like maybe 25 bucks, Mm -hmm. which is great. Like really nice. It's a good gift. Gift card. Sure. But nothing I wanted to buy at Bloomingdale's was $25. Yeah. So it was like one of those things. And and I don't know even how often I was shopping at Bloomingdale's at that point. It was one of those things where it was like just sitting there until I needed it. I finally used it literally last summer because I remembered I had it and I never really shopped at Bloomingdale's and I was buying some dresses for weddings that we had to go to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I can use this $25 gift card. It obviously doesn't like pay for the dress, but it'll pay for like a part of it. Right. But if I hadn't remembered that, I mean, it's been like 10 years. I just had this gift card. Don't expire. Do that they? one didn't. Do they? I think some do. The other problem is like stores go out of business. So I remember there, there was 
a bookstore that was like a competitor with Barnes and Noble. I don't remember what it was called, um, but it was like all over Rochester. And I'd been given gift cards to like that bookstore and Barnes and Noble gifts like at some point mm-hmm. throughout my childhood. And like when they announced they were going out of business, it was like, oh my God, I have to use all of those gift cards on like whatever. Yeah. Because otherwise that's literally just lost money. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that happened with Blockbuster. There is still a single Blockbuster. I believe in Bend, Oregon. Wasn't Why do I know really that? Really bad movie about it. No, there's a TV, a show, TV that, show that you didn't like, but I think no, I think stupid. it's it is. I, there is one. I believe it's in Bend, Oregon, and I also believe that they make most of their money from merchandise at this point because people will make mm. like they'll make like the hipsters. The hipsters will make the trips yeah, out there. Super, super like retro, go back in vintage. Time. Right, exactly. That's the, they're yeah they're just surviving on that. Also, there's sometimes where how do you even spend? Like I know I have some gift cards that have like two bucks on them. Okay. I don't think there's a way to spend that at certain places without having to spend more. Well, that was the problem with the $25 yeah, Bloomingdale's right, gift card. Exactly. Was like, it was like, okay, well, good. I get $25 off, but I'm still spending like $75 out of my own pocket on something I definitely don't need right. at the ripe old age of 22. So ripe. So ripe. But oh, you know what other gift cards I actually like? Um, and I know your parents listen to this, so thank you to your parents. They give us Wegmans gift cards. Um, Ooh, yeah. And we use those because yeah, like- we do. We're going to go grocery shopping. And it's the same thing. You're there anyways. You're not spending money you otherwise wouldn't spend. It right. might not cover the whole grocery trip, mm-hmm. but it's going to, it, it's easily usable. But I think that's to your point. Like that's never sitting in my wallet for a month. No, but I we use go that, grocery shopping weekly. I, say, I use that immediately. And if I yeah. didn't, it would get lost. It would get lost. Uh, by the way, there are, did you know that there's two starts of spring? No. One being already have happened. March March first. Have you looked outside? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm aware of this, but there are two starts of spring. There's the one that everyone's aware of. There's the astronomical spring. Okay. Which is March twentieth. That's the one everybody knows, right? Astronomical. Is that the right word? Astronomical. Yeah, astronomy okay. is the. Are you yeah. thinking of astrological? No, I'm thinking like isn't like astronomical like something big like something like astronomical? I think they call. Ast- I think I think it's used in that term because it means like planets and stars. I think so. Like okay. it's like eh, it's an astronomical. I guess people also say like things of like a cosmic proportion. Yeah, exactly. Like also means big. Yeah. Anyways, um, thanks for coming to my uh, <laughs> your TED talk. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't think that was a TED talk. <laughs> like etymology shortest, lesson. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the shortest like TED TikTok. Like it's the shortest TED talk of all time. Uh, TED talk. Uh, and it's called Astronomical Spring technically because like it has to do with our relation as a, as Earth to the sun. Okay. And that's why we, we celebrate that or mark that. But there's also meteorological spring. Okay. Which is what the weather people use. Huh. So when they're tracking trends saying like winter this year was not as bad as, you know, the, the previous year, they use the start of winter, they say, is December 1st and then okay. March 1st spring, June 1st uh, summer, and then September 1st fall. They oh. use that. So it is already spring according to meteorologists. I'd really like the weather to catch up. I agree. But they do say that like this is actually like spring weather already. I, I also disagree with that. We've been like walking on an ice skating rink for the past week. Yeah. Well, they, well I think the problem that they're doing is they're splitting things up evenly. Mm. Winter really should be a five month block. <laughs> if you live in Rochester, for it, sure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. At, at a minimum. The sun's kind of out today. I mean, no one can see out our window right now, but I think last week when we recorded this, we were talking about how gloomy it was. It's always gloomy. And definitely like two days ago, I was saying that, or was it yesterday? I was like, it's so gloomy outside. It literally makes me want to die. I cannot take the dog out. You did say that. 
I can't handle this yeah. gloominess. But today the sun's kind of out. The sky's a little bit blue. And <sighs> Your bar's low for something. My bar's really low. Today I, doesn't I, make me want to die. Yo, that's good. That's that's the bar. Not to be dramatic. I've been but. describing Rochester for years as 50 shades of gray because mm-hmm. there's so, I mean, it's just so between like November and April. Right, it's just yeah. gray. It's well, just layers yeah, of gray. Yeah, today is a today is a a bit of a blue gray. It's a yeah. It's a more palatable gray. Palatable. You're gonna yeah. eat it. No, but like I don't know. It it doesn't. It's not soul sucking. Let's take a look into the future. By the way, we we took a, a quick look into the past with Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Here's a look into the future, and okay. I think this is kind of nuts, but it seems plausible, right? According to a patent that was filed, future Ford vehicles could repossess themselves and drive oh away if you miss payments. That technology exists now and the patent has been filed. That sounds adorable. Adore People losing their cars is adorable to you? Like I guess you know if they don't pay, you know, it's the law. I don't know, it's just like I'm just picturing this little car being like, "Well, lucky, bye." You, you picture like the movie Cars where they all have like giant yeah, eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. I really hope the technology works right though, because could you imagine if like <laughs> you've made all your payments and the Oh some, no, some, like something glitches in the system glitch. and your car is gone. Yeah, that would suck. Could you imagine like you you you're at Wegmans like you lock your car and your car's just like, "Bye now." And you're like Yeah, no Shit. that would suck. Yeah. That would really suck. Uh, wasn't it? I feel like a few years ago when there were those really bad fires in California, like Tesla's were like they had to override the system or something because they Tesla's wouldn't drive through the fires supposed to. Yeah. Like do for, something. Yeah. And, and not, yeah. not that you should drive through a fire, but I think it was, they were far enough away that yeah, it was safe. And obviously but, people needed to like use their vehicles. To, right. Like, but the car was saying, no, we can't do this. I yeah. believe, I think I could be misremembering but it was like something that. Like that because the cars know when they're in danger and they like report it and then right. their systems do something. Right. I do so, actually. So yeah, there, I mean, there's, there's obviously some like, you need your car to operate. You got to iron the kinks. But iron the also kinks. like, it's nice if the car can be aware that it's in danger. I love the idea of being able to summon your car though. Oh yeah. How great would that be when it comes to drinking in particular, if you leave, you can just leave your car at the bar and get a ride home or, or whatever. And then just the next morning, be like, beep, beep. Oh, that's also Come smart. on girl. And you know, it comes, it comes to you. I was thinking, um, it would be great because I understand everyone says that the first rule of driving Flight is, club. Okay. Of, yeah, of driving is to remember where you parked your car. Um, oh, so I see. But I constantly lose my car, like to the point where I don't remember when this was, but I was at the mall, which I don't go to very often. Mm-hmm. And I think I spent a good 20 minutes trying to find my car. But you love to work out. That's an extra built-in walk. Yeah, but I was like stressed because I had no idea where it was and all the entrances like looked the same and whatever. Or like when you park your car, I mean, I always take a photo of the pillar, but like when you park your car at the airport or something, then you go on a long trip and then, you know, you come back and it's the middle of the night and you're like, oh my God, I have no idea where I parked this thing. Um, It would be so nice if you could just be like, hey now. Hey now. Yeah, come on, girl. No, I want that. I I hope that's the thing. I I really do. Uh, we always end with a random fact, and this is just proof. Like people always say that dating is is weird, and it is. It's a weird, you know, just it could be weird. Uh-huh. Uh, it's always been weird, and it's been different layers of weird. And I'm glad that people don't still do this, at least not that I'm aware of. In the 1800s in Austria, okay, single women would put an apple slice in their armpit during dancing, during dances, like at a social okay. get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole night, and at the end of the night, when it was nice and sweaty uh they would give it to the guy they liked uh, if he felt the same uh, way he'd eat it good night folks they'd give it to the- so you would give it to the guy you liked and then if he liked you back he would eat your 
sweaty, sw- sweaty armpit, armpit apple. apple? It was a, co- a full apple or a slice of an apple? I think uh, apple slice. Oh, that's really going to like soak it if in. That, Those I things don't are know. porous. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah, it's like a salty apple. Well, I, I think you give that to the person you like? If I lived in 1800s. Why wouldn't you give that to the person you don't like? I agree. If I lived in, it's it's probably just a weird form of flirting. You know, like, oh, you got to eat it. Ha, ha, ha. I'd, I would be very single if I lived in 1800s Austria. Because you wouldn't eat the apple? No. I would, like I would be offended. I would throw it back at them. Yeah. Do you think it's like something about, I don't know, there's something about like sense, right? Like Ugh, that's like, like mating pheromones. with like sense and blah. Yeah, so you're like giving someone your scent. I'm not going to eat your scent. No. I love okay. you, but I'm not going to so eat something soaked in, in your armpit. Mm, interesting. And See, you, that was what I was going to give you for St. Patrick's Day because uh, you told me to start thinking about a present. Uh, and- you, every time, not every time, but very often you come off the like the workout bike or the treadmill, <laughs> you're you're covered in sweat and you go, hug? Yeah. You want to hug? I, I do do that. And then yeah. also, so many times, this isn't when you're sweaty, but this is when maybe you worked out earlier and you haven't showered yet. Uh-huh. You'll, I don't know why uh, you'll anyone would ever do that. You'll sniff your armpit. Mm-hmm. And you go, I smell. Uh huh. Smell me. Like, no, I believe you. This is called trust. <laughs> First of all, I, I trust you that you smell. And you like really are adamant that you want me to smell this funk. Yeah. Yeah. And you I know who really likes when I smell funky like that? Our dog. Our dog, Monica. Our dog. At least someone loves me. Yeah. You're talking about a, a, a creature who ate. A dog turd this morning. She really did. Oh she my ate god! A do- she full on. She lunged for it on the walk. She swallowed it and she smiled. Yep, that is literally what she did. So she smirked at me. I was like, "Drop it!" And she was like, "Cannot do that. So, I already ate it." Oh, Sorry, so, mom. So you're saying that that's the type of behavior you prefer? <sighs> <laughs> Anyways, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week Thursday. Uh, if you haven't subscribed already, please do. Bye now. Bye. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.